Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity in the outdoor industry. I talk to some of our industry's finest leaders, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and creatives about crafting a life and a career based upon being outside. Welcome to Outside by Design. I'm Iris. I'm Lisa. Welcome to episode 14 of season four. Today, we are talking to Amelia Leme. She is the founder of Monothreads, and she has an incredible entrepreneur story going from living in a completely different country, moving to a country where you don't speak the language, and managing to start an amazing business. It's crazy. Yeah, Monothreads is awesome. You should hit up their website or Instagram as you listen to this so that you can see all the bold patterns and colors and kind of read about the brand ethos as we get into this and just like I I love Amelia she is so likable and personable and funny and just rad and like if we lived in the same town we'd go biking all the time <laughs> yeah she she loves to jump head first into things and she's so enthusiastic and colorful and that's exactly what her brand is as well bright colorful inspirational yep and full disclosure, maybe even a disclaimer, Monothreads is a brand that Wheelie has been helping build, and we are all obsessed with it. Yeah. We're so into this brand. We love Mono. Yeah. And and uh, it's been a really, really exciting, fun, bold brand to work on and with, and um, Amelia just rocks. So, yeah. Amelia is fearless. Like, she is. I can't get over it. Yeah. She just does things. She's like, oh, you just go do it. Yeah. So this is a really inspirational episode. Mm-hmm. You'll feel pretty fired up, I think. Yeah. Buckle up. Here we go. Amelia, thank you for being on our show today. Everyone's going to be stoked to hear from you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Super stoked to be here. And the very first question we ask everyone is to describe where they are, and what they're looking at. So I'm home, um, staring at my luggage that I just came back from the Rome Fest. So I have like <laughs> my stuff <laughs> everywhere and try not to look outside because it's downpouring back in Vermont. Um, so yeah, uh, it's going to be a, this is like the rainy season, the mud season, the snow is melting. So yeah, it's not very like exciting, but uh, hard, you know, because the trails are still wet. Um, there's no, it's almost gone. So, but yeah, so I'm staring my my dirty laundry from the, <laughs> the Rome Fest. <laughs> Rome Fest is so much fun. What what was your favorite part of Rome Bike Fest? You know, I thought I love the idea. Like they they create magic. That fest is like. Um, you know, it's it's not like uh, too tight on schedule or like you know you do whatever you want to do. Um, and the not having clinics, not having like all those stuff is basically getting a bunch of women to ride. Um, and the awesome part is like to have some locals that knows the trail, so you don't have to be dealing like getting lost or keep looking at your phone, so you can just ride. And just the energy of everybody, like, um, you know, 
it's I've never been in an event like that, and I think really like they they create something magical there. Rum fast is. I'm definitely like, oh, the fuck, I lost the, the, the first four years. I can't believe it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 That's a good event. Cool. And um, our audience is going to love you and your story um, and the word manifestation. So we have all kinds of good things to talk about. So why don't you just kick it off and talk about kind of your story and how you started Mana Threads? Cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm originally from Brazil, um, and I moved here to United States in 2008. So, um, actually I was here for one year in 2003, part of exchange program to improve my English and actually to learn English. Uh, but then I ended up (laughs) coming back here in 2008. So yeah, it's been like, uh, 10 years and something, um, and a lot things happened on those last 10 years. Um, so I decided to completely change my career. I have a business degree in computer science. So I was like more like a nerd working behind a computer, but I decided to do something different and find out that becoming a personal training was just a matter of getting a certification. Uh, and it was a great way for me to also start like creating friends and, and, you know, uh, getting my roots deeper here in Vermont. So as a personal trainer, I was wearing, you know, athletic wear every day. And and out, uh, the outdoor part of Vermont is just like, for me, was putting all my passion about outdoor on steroids. Uh, and I noticed that there was nothing really I liked it. Um, you know, there was some Lululemon athlete. I thought they were boring. They were, there was not a lot of meaning behind the stuff. And I, I thought maybe I should start my own thing. And that's basically what happened. I want to make like some cool athletic wear with a really good fabric. And, and that was in 2014, we made 700 pieces of clothes. The idea is to open a store on church street here in Burlington. Uh, and my shipment never came and ended up I opened my store like in the middle of a snowstorm uh, in February 2015. But everybody that I met, um, you know, through personal training and the friends I made, everybody showed up and I had like a killer day. I sold a lot. So it just gave me gave me that feeling like, you know, the community is here. They believe what I'm doing and give me like strength to continue um, with Mana Threads. Um, but yeah, so it's a pretty new um, company. So it's like a three years and something, and I'm one woman show, <laughs> no employees yet. Uh, so just trying to balance life. Of course, the hubby helps me a lot. <laughs> He's like mm-hmm. a big supporter. Uh, but yeah, and a lot of things changed. Uh, but I feel like since I got here in Vermont, you know, it wasn't like easy um, because you got to learn English. You're in a completely different country and you got to learn all that stuff and, you know, learn how to mountain bike, learn how to snowboard, start a company, learn English, uh, start a life. And so I feel like there's a lot that happened in the last 10 years, but Mana Threads, like, I feel like so passionate about it. Um, I'm so happy, like, and I really want to see this uh, company like to have a good you know 
more years of a <laughs> of a good business. Yeah. Oh yeah, your clothing is awesome, and it's bright and fun, and it has personality. Yeah. And you didn't you didn't even talk about how eco friendly it is yet. I know. So you know, like I I don't have any background on on clothing or designing or anything but I the more you get to know the industry like what are you doing you know there's a lot of research every time you're gonna like buy a tag for your clothing or you're gonna pick the fabric or the thread you start realizing um you know now you're part of the industry and the industry is an ugly industry is like a, a the second biggest polluter so for me it was like okay this is this is not Either because reality is we don't need another company making clothing. There is enough out there. What we need is a company that makes better clothing for, you know, for us and for the planet. And knowing that the, the, the textile industry is the biggest polluter, I had to make some change for me to be able to continue. Um, so in 2015, Brazil developed this uh, yarn that it's not just recycled but it's also biodegradable um and so basically you know your clothing is going to end up on the landfill but two years on the landfill without sunlight and oxygen this fabric will biodegrade so what they did was just a tweak on the yarn on the yarn to be a to be weaker to be able to break down doesn't mean your clothes are going to break down when you're hiking or <laughs> like you get wet or something. Uh, and I tell people, unless you're planning to go to a place where there's no sunlight and oxygen for two years, I think your clothes will be okay. Um, but yeah, they will buy the gray. And and I think the consumer is doing this push, like, because we need to, we're the ones that make the push. Like, And for me, as a small business, I can make that change. I can easily decide what fabric I want to use on my garment. So for the biggest uh, producers out there, for them, you know, they're making like two cents on each pants. If if they can cut off two cents on each pair of pants they make, that's a huge revenue for them. They're uh, profit. They're not going to change that. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'll pay more on that fabric, you know, and I can still keep the same price price as my uh, uh, whatever uh, the other people there uh, making similar clothes. But um, it's just that feeling for me to be able to continue doing business. It's like, I got to do better than this. So, and that's what is, uh, you know, the passion behind it. Yeah. And that passion comes through so much anytime that we talk to you or work with you or, you know, that passion shows in the clothing and those bold patterns. And yeah, um, I think, I think you got it going on. Yeah. I like the bold patterns. It's like. It makes you happy, you know, put some color on you. Um, and there was a there was a lot of black. And when you're mass producing, it's hard for you, you know, to come up with like bald prints, I guess, because they sell more if it's just a solid uh, thing. But I feel like it's so fun to wear some uh, like cool prints and colorful. And so I'm totally going on that, um, you know, some the patterns are pretty important. The fit is more than more than more important than the the, the pattern, but it's just a combination of style, uh, you know, colorful stuff and really good fabric. Yeah. 
Are you a busy business owner that doesn't have time in the morning to make breakfast when you're running out of your door with your briefcase and your coffee? Super dope briefcase, you look good. Well, there are companies out there that will send frozen fruit cups right to your door. So you just pour them into your blender in the morning and you buzz it right up and it turns into a delicious smoothie and it's so fast and easy. That reminds me of a creative agency I know that takes all your ideas and blends them together into a digital strategy. Good ideas, bad ideas, great ideas, our ideas, your ideas. We take all those ideas and throw in other things like experience and strategy and facts and come up with the greatest digital strategy your brand has ever tasted. WheelieCreative.com, keeping your brand delicious. Well, that was awesome. I absolutely adore what Amalia's saying about making the textile industry a better, safer, more sustainable, healthier place. Um, and she does that through intelligently sourcing her clothing. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't just start a business to make money and put more waste out into the world. She's starting this business um, not only to make people happy and, and not have to wear boring clothing, but also to make a difference in the textile industry. And she saw something that needed to be changed and she's changing it. Yep. And I can get on board with that. Like I want to buy, I want to buy Monothread's clothing just to support that idea alone. And I think that's the most successful thing a brand can do is stand for something and mm -hmm. fight for it. Yeah, exactly. This is a really great example of um, creating a business for something more than just business. Should we get back to Amelia and see what she has to say about manifestation? Manifestation, baby. And uh, the word of the month on the on the podcast for May is manifestation. And yeah. so I'm curious what does manifestation mean to you? I think we should change that word for manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I'm like, what, what? This is like perfect. Um, no. So I think like, that's, you know, my passion for a community, for bringing a clothing line that it's sustainable um, and, you know, support, support everything that that I feel like I got support so 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 far from community and you know friends and people that believe in me so I think Imana Threads is a vehicle for me to uh to show that to express that um you know uh my passions and for the outdoor for women and um and really the planet uh yeah so this is how I feel like uh manifest my all my passions yeah yeah and I think it's incredible that not only are you taking the path of entrepreneurship but you're doing entrepreneurship in a second language <laughs> that's amazing what's what kind of obstacles have you come up against or faced oh one is like, and it's still really hard because I don't think my English is good. So I don't talk on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't talk on the phone. It's just very hard for me. I feel like I like to look in the eye, you know, because there's so much like, 
exchange when you're looking the reaction of the person like you can tell you know or either like if she is understanding what I'm saying or I lost her. So talking on the phone for me, I'm guessing, like I'm guessing if this is a good, uh, you know, conversation I'm carrying from like, if the person is understanding me. So the language piece is definitely something that still get me. So I try to avoid talking on the phone. Like I don't answer phone calls <laughs> at all. I just like email me or FaceTime. I love FaceTime. And that's like, uh, for me is the, the best way. Um, of course, the the whole side of Mana Thread that is more like the paperwork, the the permits, all the stuff. Uh, my husband helps me with that because I cannot read all those like rules and documents and like I'm like what? <laughs> I'm yeah. the creative piece, you know. I like the fun part, and I that's like uh, so good thing I have people that can help me on that. But yeah, it's um, it, I think like even. So the language is definitely uh, a big piece of that. I think the the other part, you know, like I I didn't really have um, I didn't have anybody here in the United States. You know, if you compare with another company that you know she went to uh, a college here in Vermont, and the parents have a lot of friends, so you kind of come with that help that uh, for me I had to create my own, build my own, find out where it is. And, uh, but I like that. Like, I like that piece. That's for me, it's uh, really exciting to figure out things. If it was easy, one, every, everybody else would be doing. Uh, and, or it would take the fun out of it. You know, if everything had a process, a step and like, this is, no, I like when shit goes wrong and you got to figure it out. <laughs> You know, a little bit of pressure, like we're yeah. going to be at the outdoor retailer. I don't have clothes to be there. And that's like a month away. <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> what? Okay. We got to make it happen. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's fun. You know, it's fun. I take that as a, it's part of being entrepreneur, um, I guess. You got to enjoy it. Otherwise it's a torture. So. <laughs> a couple a couple of things on that is like first of all on the phone and on podcasts and everything I think you convey so much energy and and positive vibes mm-hmm. and and I'm curious another thing you said there is that you kind of had to build your own community and yeah. I find that fascinating because that's I think that's really intimidating that's so hard to do so what are your tips for like how did you just launch into your new life in Vermont and how did you build a community yeah that's a good question um I think like you 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 gotta go out there like you you gotta go out there you know I wasn't used to do things on my own by myself um and you gotta you gotta go out there like you gotta because on the end, uh, it's always a good experience. I feel even if it, if you felt a little awkward or, uh, you went to like, when I first got my, my mountain bike, that was, uh, 2012, I went to the bike shop and I'm like, okay, I have a race coming up. I'm like, I signed up for a race before I got a bike. Um, (laughs) I signed up for a 50 miles race here called Vermont 50. And I went to the bike shop, like, Really, like I had no idea what I was doing, but I told him like, 
oh, I want to buy a mountain bike because I'm going to do this race Vermont 50. And it was like four months away or three months away, something like that. And, but I, I thought, well, what could go wrong, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I started doing some of the little races that they have here at Catamount. And the first day I showed up, I was like by myself, but I heard it was a good, good, um, friendly race. And I showed up there and there was like people with spandex and logos everywhere. There was like teams and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what this is. But then I met this person, Kelly out. She came talk to me and she was so freaking nice. We're really good friends today. Um, but you know, you got to put yourself on sometimes on that situation that you feel really uncomfortable. But from that you start like, okay, I show, I signed up, I showed up and I now like, you know, talking with people and trying to follow up with them. Um, and always leave that, you know, that person that you just met with something, uh, that either is like a good impression, you know, that person is probably going to remember, uh, you and a way of you to connect again. Uh, and th- cause that's it. You don't want that to, to end right there. So always leave with that feeling. Okay. I can reach out to the person. I got her contact or we plan a bike ride again, or there's something coming up. She, she might invite me. And yeah, that's either it's a one by one thing, but when you see there's like, you know, it, there, there's one person, there was five and 10 and now you're like, yeah, uh, that's for, for everything. Like same thing I did with the surfboard. I got a surfboard and I was like, hey, I want to surf in New Hampshire. And I was on the, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but yeah. And then you start making friends. I mean, I like to, I like to, I'm an, uh, I'm a social person, like in Brazil, there's not a lot going on in Brazil as, um, you know, the options here in the United States is crazy. Like you can't start, um, mountain biking is just get a mountain bike. You can't, you want to windsurf, you get a windsurf or there are trails there, there, you know, you want to climb. So you have all those options. Uh, in Brazil, we don't have that. We have people. So the reason you get together, it's because of people, not because of the activity. So if there's nothing going on, you have people and I miss that. So for me, be around people and talk and just create that relationship. I guess it's easy, which is good. Um, Otherwise, I think it would be a little harder for the business as well. But yeah, you have an unbelievable skill of friend making, but also you have this like deep trust in yourself um, that everything is cool and everything is going to be okay. And I really <laughs> admire that about you. Where do you think that comes from? Uh, so I grew up in Brazil. I have two brothers and a younger sister. Uh, the younger sister is six years younger. So I basically grew up my my two brothers, one older than me uh, and one younger. But I think it was because my mom, my mom was like super cool. She just, she she was the cool mom in the neighborhood. Basically, she was the only mom that would let the kids play outside as long as they want. So I think uh, you start developing that sense of, uh, you gotta, if you, if you climb that tree and you, you know, you climb too high, you might fall. And if you fall, it's your own damn fall. Like you, you, you pay for whatever you do. Uh, so you got to start learning and trusting your, 
what you're capable of and you know really like i feel i can do this that applies to business to mountain biking of course i got some concussions along the way but you know you really believe you can do that you you yeah you got you so i think it's since i was a kid like i start you know on my own learn how to trust the things i i was capable of um and i think i i yeah i think it was uh I think I I give that to my mom from from being a cool mom. Yeah, she never gave me candy or money, um, but she gave me freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and look at what you've done with it. You're living in Vermont. Yeah, started your own apparel company. I love it. Yeah, hey moms, no candy or 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 money. <laughs> Let your kids play outside. They're gonna. Yeah, it's a good skill. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Lisa, dating can be really hard. It can be really hard to know what you want in life. You're, when you're trying to find the right person, you have to like go up to someone in bars or you have to download an app and you gotta swipe in different directions. It's really complicated. You know, sometimes it's about timing and fit, like who's available at the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's about going with what you know because your friend said they like someone or going with someone that your friend tries to set you up with. Yeah, we've all been on dates like that where it's like, this just isn't a good fit. When can it be over? Yes. Luckily, there's an app for for dating. But you know what there's not an app for? What? Finding the right creative agency. There's so many creative agencies out there. How are you going to find the right fit? Let's just save people some time and tell them about a really great creative agency we know called Wheelie. Oh yeah, we do know that creative agency. There's a funometer at Wheelie, and so you have to like fun, be outdoorsy, have products that make a difference in the world, and basically not be boring. Yeah, so if you thrive outside, you should swipe right on a great creative agency called Wheelie and visit wheeliecreative.com. If you're boring, swipe left. So starting a company is really hard. Entrepreneurship is hard. And I can imagine doing it in my second language in a new country. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I think about how I started Wheelie and I did I did that through no connections as well. And I did that through snowboarding a lot and living the kind of life that I wanted and being really true to who who I am and what I how I wanted to spend my time. And then it, you know, growing and growing from there by meeting people who needed design work and things, but I can't imagine doing that in a second language. Yeah, building a community and building a business from that community is really difficult if you don't have a leg up in that already. And Amelia shows us exactly how to do it. Just go out there, put yourself in situations where you might be a little out of your comfort zone, meet people, share yourself, just be true and you'll build your community that way. What a badass. Yeah, she's amazing. She's awesome. It's also really commendable how Amelia is creating a community, um, you know, in sports that maybe she isn't an insider. She's She signed up for a race before she bought a bike. What confidence and mm-hmm. and uh, what, what optimism to just know that no matter what, she's got it and she can figure it out yeah. and make it happen. And that is magnetic. That's manifestation. Yep. In a nutshell. Love it. Yeah. Let's get back to Amelia. So 
so what uh, what do you got on deck for Mana Threads that you want to talk about? What what do you have coming up? Uh, I have uh, so I have outdoor retailer. So the outdoor retailer, it's actually something that I'm super excited about it. Um, so Vermont decided to have a booth at outdoor retailer and bring some local brands to be part of that. Uh, uh, so I'm not sure how many brands are going to be there. I think maybe seven brands, brands from Vermont to represent Vermont. Uh, and I'm going for free. So I'm like, see, you know, so and I just need to get my clothes ready. <laughs> so it won't be like a total shit show, but I think it'll be, I, I'll be fine. Like, again, you got to trust that you can get the stuff, you know, um, but yeah, so outdoor retailer, the summer summer show now, we're going to be there. I think me, I saw Skeeta is going to be there. Um, uh, who else? Yeah, there's a bunch of brands there. So yeah, please, if you are outdoor retailer, look for the Vermont booth. And hopefully you're going to see me there with some pants. <laughs> I mean, not me wearing pants, my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else I have? Uh, yeah. So now we're this year, that's the change that, uh, we made, which one was this year to switch all, all of our fabric for biodegradable fabric. Um, so our next collection will be all this amazing biodegradable fabric that I don't even need to say anything. When you touch the fabric, you're going to realize like, this is so cool. Um, and also bring production to United States. So this is, um, whole new process. We found this uh, manufacturing in LA uh, called Lafty Production. And I tend to only work with the women uh, that, you know, women own business, like really creative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Lafty Production. So they're producing all of our stuff that should be, uh, I hopefully, hopefully will come out like in June or something. Uh, but yeah, those are the the three next big things for us the, the yeah and yeah or the biodegradable fabric in production here in the united states oh very exciting it's a big deal yeah really big deal yeah. And one of my favorite things about your brand, and I know we've talked about it, is like how you portray really strong women doing things, so did you do that on purpose or is that just um that just kind of how you approach things anyway like it's you definitely use like very athletic women that are genuinely having a good time and that's what you photograph and put on your website yeah that's exactly what it is so there's you know a different body shape different culture different color different everything like the reality is when you're out there that's what you see so I'm not trying to you know only show one type of body uh one one type of body type or uh and I think I love to see strong women, um, you know, performing and passionate about what they do. And that doesn't mean they're skinny. They got muscles, you know, they got quads, they're, they're climbing, they're out there. Um, and, and so I think like the different body type is just, and I want to include everybody. Like, I wish I could really make like 14 different sizes or, um, to be able to, to fit everybody. Uh, we do make four sizes. Uh, hopefully we'll add more sizes. Uh, but I think the image that, you know, there's so much bad 
shit on the industry trying to show that perfect body that you know the thing is like but is that's not reality i mean you can't judge by by the look you know um it's a whole package women's a whole package you you meet amazing people out there super passionate about and so monitor is for active women that like to you know pursue their passions and and play hard yeah what do you think is the definition to you what does it mean to be a strong woman oh my gosh what does strength mean to you that's a that's a big question that's a big question I'm going to tell you one that I'm like get, getting goosebumps or goofbumps. <laughs> Wait, how? <laughs> it's a goosebumps? Yes. Yeah. Goosebumps, yeah. goosebumps or goosebumps? No. So we were at Rum Fest and I met this woman called Grace. She was on the panel. Um, she was um, she was di- diagnosed, diagnosed with MS when she was a kid. And her mom basically told her, don't worry, just go out there and enjoy your life, right? So that's what she did. She she just enjoyed her life. And then uh, she signed up for this crazy uh, um, mountain bike race. It, it was like, I don't know, 2,500 miles. It took her 41 days to finish. And she was feeling like shit. And then after the race, she ended up finding out that she did the whole race with cancer. Uh, I mean, she's almost 50 years old uh, and she is so strong, mentally strong, physically strong and, you know, just in positive, like the positivity behind that person is strong. So I had a, a pleasure to meet this person and and it just give you like. uh she's a, she's a super skinny tiny you know you look her she's so fragile but she's so strong you know uh so the strong is not it could be a personality uh it could be you know the way you 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 live your life you 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 raise your family you at work and and the way you play outside um uh yeah so strong women and there's a lot out there <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of good ones. I that's what I love about working in the outdoor industry is just the incredible human beings that we get to meet. Yeah, I love that piece. And uh, we're lucky, you know, cuz we can we can um we can do what we like working on the industry that we enjoy and 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 that's like I feel like we're so lucky to be able to do that. Yeah, big time. And I think, I think what you're building is, is amazing. And uh, I don't know, is there anything as we wrap up this podcast? Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share with our audience? Uh, Well, I guess just, you know, if you, if you like this podcast, you, you, you you think that Mana Threads is something that you know, you have interest, go on our Instagram page and follow us. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen, hopefully good stuff. And yeah, so you can stay, we stay, can stay connected. Um, so the Instagram is Mona, M-A-N-A, threads. Um, yeah, so. Uh, and do you want to talk about the word Mana? Uh, yeah, so Mana, it's, uh, 
Is this slang for sisters in Portuguese? Because I did start this business with my sister. Uh, she's not part of the business anymore because I'm also bringing production to the United States and all that stuff. But mana comes from irma, irmana in Portuguese. Uh, and if you go to Hawaii or Polynesia, mana means inner power, which I love it. Yeah. Sisterhood. <laughs> Sisterhood. That is just the coolest business name and I am on board. I right? love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Amelia. And thank you. Uh, I can't wait to see you at OR. Yeah. Oh, I'll see you there. Are you going to be there? Yeah. See you. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. come hang out at your booth so you can take yeah. a break if you want. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, super stoked about OR. And uh, yeah, definitely want to see you guys there. Cool. Thanks so much, Amelia. Uh, we love your positivity. This is such a fun episode. Um, you're hilarious. And awesome. Yeah. We all love you. We love you. And you can find Amelia's socials as, as well as monothreads in our show notes. Mm -hmm. And let us know what you think about the show. Leave us a review or head over to our Instagram at Wheelie Creative. Drop a comment. Later. Bye.